you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Wednesday, February 15th, and you are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. That is the voice of today's special guest. He has flown the flags of the Browns the Ravens, the Jets, the Patriots, and the Chiefs. And before you accuse him of entirely rejecting the NFC, keep in mind he did a turn with the Atlanta Falcons as well. Granted, he put the NFC to the sword three times in four years as the de facto general manager of the New England Patriots, closing down that Rams' greatest show on turf in Super Bowl thirty-six, putting the Panthers on a leash in Super Bowl thirty-eight, and clipping the Eagles in Super Bowl thirty-nine. He was the NFL Executive of the Year four times by my count and was named the NFL Executive of the Decade by both Sports Illustrated and the Sporting News. This just in, he was NFL Executive of the Year five times. Translation, he knows a hell of a lot more about scouting, drafting, and developing talent than we do. So let's sit tight and listen. He's the former All-New England defensive tackle. He's the pride of Washingtonville, New York. He's the architect of the Patriot Way. He's Scott Pioli. Welcome to the podcast, Scott Pioli. Great to be here. And those Washingtonville Wizards, I'm glad you gave them a shout out. Gotta love the Wizards. I'm going to circle back on them at the end based (laughs) on a story that you told me that I found thrilling and fascinating and wonderful. We're going to get to that. On today's show, 15 days from the start of the NFL Scouting Combine and Mm. 71 days until the Chicago Bears are on the clock. In the first round of the NFL Draft, Scott Pioli is conducting a graduate-level seminar on the art of scouting NFL prospects. Totally free. You're welcome. But first, (laughs) from the site of the 2023 NFL Draft, KCMO, this. You can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs being Super Bowl 57 champs. 
that is the unmistakable voice of Mitch Holtus. Oh, the and great we Mitch Holtus. You Chiefs. We promised you Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade coverage, and we are delivering on that promise. Eagles fans, just hang in there for this one. Here was the scene. Scott, you saw it was a sea of joy flooding the streets of Kansas City. The skies were gray. The eyes were red from the wind and the cold. But hundreds of thousands of Chiefs fans braved the weather, seemed immune to the effects of temperatures <laughs> in the 30s as they packed Grand Boulevard and Union Station. I reckon we can thank the warm glow of victory and Bud Light for their partnership <laughs> in that endeavor. Patrick Mahomes joining Tom Brady and Joe Montana as the only players in NFL history with multiple MVPs and Super Bowl MVPs. Patrick, of course, the man of the moment on Sunday, the man on the mic today. Kansas City with the world champs. Can I get a hell yeah? Hey, we just want to say we appreciate everybody that's here today. We're back again. We're back again. Before we started this season, the AFC West said we were rebuilding. I'm be honest with you, I don't know what rebuilding means. In our rebuilding year, we're world champs. We're world champs. Uh, Pioli, can I get a hell yeah? Heck yeah. There you go. He cleaned it up. He's good like that. <laughs> Next man up, a man who, for my money, had his finest year as a head coach. A man who, with a second Super Bowl title, enters rarefied air in the pantheon of NFL head coaches. The best play designer in the biz and the best mustache in the biz, hmm. Andy Reid. I'll tell you what, there's some, uh, there's some great cities in America. Um... But there's no place you'd rather be and no greater place to be than right here, baby. You are the kingdom. And let's give it one for the world. How about those cheese? Next man up, the Sultan of the Scoop and the score, Nick Bolton. How we doing, Cheese Kingdom? Hey, man, I just want to give y'all a special shout out, man. Uh, I appreciate our support, man, uh, from Missouri all the way to here, man. Uh, this, like Pat said, man, it's just the beginning. Oh, we're just getting started, man. I'll see y'all boys next year. And, of course, we couldn't wait to hear from who else? Number 87, the man who never saw a mic. He couldn't overmodulate. Mitch Holthus, do the honors, please. Ladies and gentlemen, the best tight end in the National Football League, TK Travis Kelsey. Seas Kingdom, let me hear you! Let me take you back to 2022 in the month of maybe April. Guys were getting signed left and right. The haters were saying that the Chiefs would never make the playoffs. <laughs> the haters were saying the Chiefs were done. <laughs> If you knew the Chiefs were going to win the division, let me hear you say, hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right now. Okay. So that's what the thrill of victory sounds like, everyone. So to all of us who are attached to the 31 NFL teams who didn't have a victory parade today, take note. Don't be bitter, be better. And imagine having your own party. 
And if you're going to take the time to imagine, hell, make it a good imagination. Make it a great dream, elaborate and wonderful, and commit to it. Don't forget, three short seasons ago, the Philadelphia Eagles finished dead last in the NFC East, won four games all that season. Three days ago, they stood at the threshold of history. Don't believe your team can do it? Well, then you probably won't. Because as a great woman once said, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. Thank you, Eleanor Roosevelt. Dream big, beautiful dreams, NFL fans. What the hell else do we do this for? You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh Fresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Lady with a podcast debutante, an NFL front office legend, the one-man three-ring circus, that's Super Bowl rings, Scott Pioli. Scott, thank you so much for your patience as we covered the parade, but I did so in your presence because you have a little red, gold, and white blood running through your veins. Absolutely. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, not the worst foundation on which to build. Eight rookies played significant time in the Super Bowl. Nine draft picks in this year's draft. Is this team, Scott, set up for a proper run that is worthy of the hot-button label that you yourself earned? Dynasty. Gosh, we hated that term when we were you did. as we were working through it. You did, yeah, we did because it, it was always about looking to the future and th- you know speculating and not keeping your eye on the now. But 
you know, there's, we were fortunate my time there, we won three and four years. And then we went to a fourth and lost that one to the giants. But I see some similarities and, and there's the, the, the most obvious similarities are future hall of fame head coaches in both Bill Belichick and Andy Reid. Both are going to go to the hall of fame. Yep. Two quarterbacks, one we know is going to the hall of fame. And quite honestly, Patrick Mahomes is going to go and be there with Brady. Uh, who, who did it, you know, helped us in New England, helped us a little bit. But, you know, the other thing that I see is they have a system. They have a process. And I am a big believer in systems and processes. The Chiefs have a system and a process that matches their head coach, their head coach's style, the makeup of the individuals that he wants on his team. And they've had this continuity within their personnel department. So they know how to build a team not just build a team, but build a team for Andy Reid, who their leader is. The other thing that I see that the the Chiefs have, similar to what we have had, was the fact that they have a defense and a special teams that are not only good, but they're opportunistic. You know, we scored a lot of points on defense back in the day. Our defense really helped Tommy as Tommy was just beginning to develop and become the player that he was. Our defense served Tommy very well, particularly in our first Super Bowl year. Then our special teams did the same thing. We scored a lot of special teams points, and quite honestly, they set up opportunities. Just go back to this Super Bowl, and you see what the Chiefs' defense did to help Patrick Mahomes, and then what special teams did. I mean, that return, Super Bowl record punt return, right? Yep. Sets them up to put to go up big in the game Yes. and gets them to the 35 points that were just three shy of their, their winning number. And a scoop and score by the defense. So I see what I see in the Kansas City Chiefs is they are set up as a team, as a franchise, as an organization that has tremendous leadership in the coaching area. They have a good personnel department. They have a terrific ownership because that's the other thing is, you know, we were very fortunate, Bill and I, you know, in New England with the crafts. And I will say this, having worked for Clark Hunt, Clark is one of the finest people and believes and puts so empowers his people to work and gives them all the resources that they need. So there's a lot of things that I see that are similarities, why there might be a strong chance. Everyone says Patrick Mahomes. Yes, that is the key. A pivotal, How, integral piece. Yeah, but as we've seen, Andrew, there's been a lot of very prolific quarterbacks in this league that put up dynamite numbers, have incredible seasons. There's been a lot of regular season MVPs that haven't won Super Bowls. The reason a team wins a Super Bowl is because, yes, they have a great quarterback, but they also have a great team surrounding them. Yeah, Dan Marino and Matt Ryan just threw their cell phones on the ground. <laughs> um, we became smarter NFL fans watching what you and Bill were able to do in New England. I think we finally started to embrace this kind of holistic macro view of what really makes a great team. And we started to adopt phrases like in all phases of the game. And we started to pay attention. We started to really pay attention with real intention to all phases of the game. Cut to Sunday. The team that came in with the vaunted defense wore green, and yet the team defense that made the play that mattered, Nick Bolton, was wearing white. We came in expecting maybe that kickers would have a say in the game. You yourself experienced what it was like to have a game-winning kick or two in a Super Bowl. Now, obviously, Harrison Butker missed a kick early in the game, but later in the end, when it mattered most, he made the kick that won the game. We talk about special teams. And as you mentioned, the Kadarius Tony 
65-yard punt return, which almost surprised me that it was the longest in Super Bowl history. Hmm. But of course, you go back and think, well, of course it was. Um, Gave the most dangerous man in the NFL a short field and turned the game script for that game so very quickly, instantly. All phases of the game, in the end, belonged to, for all of the exploits, for all of the greatness that was Jalen Hurts on the day, the Kansas City Chiefs proved that balance can win a day against a team that maybe had a slightly better offense on the day. Uh, And on that particular day, the Kansas City Chiefs team played better than the Philadelphia Eagles teams. The things you mentioned, you know, and and that goes back to, like you said, when we were with the Patriots, it was Troy Brown on special teams and his return setting us up to do different things. You know, it was our defense making big plays. Time and time again. And, you know, in this game, Again, you mentioned the what was supposed to be the defensive line that was going to give the hobbled Patrick Mahomes problems. And here, the Kansas City Chiefs offensive line turns around, and I, I, I don't remember the exact numbers, but the Eagles' defensive line applied more pressure than any other team in the National Football League, rushing only four. Yes. This game, they got crazy, wanted to do some extra blitzes. Yes. And the Chiefs picked it all up. It didn't work. The The numbers that you were referencing, they led the NFL this year with 70 sacks in right. the regular season. 50 of those came with four, four man rush. or fewer guys right. rushing the passer, which is extraordinary. And yet they did, the Kansas City Chiefs did, what you guys made an art of doing, which is, okay, what's your strength? What's the thing that we see in you that could hurt us the most? We're going to neutralize that. And that is precisely what the Kansas City Chiefs and the O-line, to your credit, pointing it out now, did on Sunday. And Andy Reid didn't, you know, did an incredible... Andy Reid knows protection. He knows how to protect his yes. quarterback. He did it when he was in Philly. Yep. He does it now. He He's an old offensive lineman. He gets it. He understands. And that was a big part of it. You know, you look at that offensive line. There's not a lot of stars on that offensive no. line. Not a lot of top draft picks. But... What they've done is they've collected a group of guys that have played together. They do things together. And that's what we were in the New England Patriots. We had one first-round pick, I think, in all those years, Logan Mankins, who was number 32 overall. But it's still a first-round pick. The rest of it, you know, it was guys. Steve Neal, who didn't even play, you know, college football. He was a collegiate wrestler. Joe Andrewsy, Mike Compton. You know, you go through that list of guys that played for us. And there are a lot of people listening in who, when they hear Neal, Compton, Andrewsy, will not know those names. No. They may remember the name Logan Mankins, but even Logan Mankins, as good as he was, late first round pick, didn't come in with a lot of fanfare, doesn't have that kind of name recognition, that Q rating, as we used to talk about in Hollywood. And yet you took those guys and turned them into unbeatable champions. Well, you you say you meaning we. Yes, and Dante Scarnecchia. Let, okay, let's be let's be clear let's be clear about this guys. Let's Not be clear me about you. This. Uh, in 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 what I do, we attempt to get our interview subjects to sort of take credit. And most of them do. When given the opportunity, let's be clear, most of them do. Scott Pioli is not one of those guys. He will be the first to remind me and the first to remind all of us that this is we over me. And we will get, actually, I want to address that point a little bit later on. But let's, Professor Pioli, please, straighten up your suit and tie, please. Uh, he's, he's actually wearing a hoodie. Let's be clear about that. Uh, professor, your students are in class. Our notebooks are open and we are ready to take notes because as, of course, we all know, with the Super Bowl in our rearview mirror, scouting season is officially upon mm-hmm. us. Now, this will become a seminar in two parts today. Part one, scouting talent. Part yeah. two, building a winner. 
hand and glove? Yes, but let's start with scouting talent. It's an impossible question to answer. It's an unfair question to ask. I'm going to do it anyway. What are you looking for, Scott? What you should be looking for is obviously you want talent. But sometimes talent gets overrated because not all talent can fit into every culture and develop. Because talent acquisition is one part of it. Then player development is the other part. So it takes that 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 group think it, it takes a village yes. to create a great team yes. and 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 great players yes some people come in and are extraordinarily talented and they can just do certain things that doesn't necessarily make them good teammates so what you have to do is you have to make sure as you're acquiring the talent this was something we always talked about with the patriots we were not looking for the best 53 we were looking for the right 53 <laughs> because individuals go to pro bowls teams win championships we wanted to win championships so as we brought players in, we wanted them to, to fit our scheme, specifically what we ran offensively and defensively, yes. But we also needed guys who really were going to flourish under Bill Belichick's teaching, not only his methods, and you know, but his style, his, uh, the way that the culture that we had there. And it was an exceedingly demanding culture. So we had to bring in players and and really throughout our organization, not just players, but you look at all the people that we developed in there, young coaches, young scouts, the people that were developed there, they were of a certain fabric, quite honestly. And they had to be able to, you know, our, our culture was at times difficult and demanding. We have heard stories time and time again from very well-known players who I will not name check now, but they have told these stories themselves without apology that maybe some at the end of their career, some at the beginning of their career, they went to Foxborough and they realized, whoa, this is too much for me. I'm not up for this. Right. This is not my thing. Yeah. I require a little bit more latitude, a lot more leash, fewer rules, and less of, I think it comes, I was about to use the word oppressive and that's unfair, but less of Unfair a, and inaccurate. And, <laughs> and inaccurate, but less of, less intention with the locker room, with the culture. We talk about culture all the time and we kind of throw that word around and it starts to lose impact the more we do it. That's true. Talk to me about the culture specific to your experience. What was, when we yeah. talk about the Patriot way, that is, a, that is a culture thing that we are describing, is it not? And if so, what was that culture? What was so important to you and Bill? You know, in, in certain ways, it was, it was singularly focused and it was about winning and it was about winning the way that we knew worked for us. What was right for us wasn't right for everyone else. Yes. Because it worked for us doesn't mean that our way was the only way or the, or the best way. That matched our personalities and the way that we pursued things. You know, um, we were singularly focused in everything that we did had to do with winning and the greater good. And at times um, we were obsessive. Uh, at times it was uncomfortable. But some of the uncomfortable things is, you know, people talk about discipline and, and, and the discipline wasn't necessarily over the top. There was just an expectation that you had a job to do and your job, the way that you did it was going to affect and impact everyone around you. So everyone needed to do their job and leaves at times leave your own personal desires or certain things that made you happy you know um at, at the door at, at the door because 
it wasn't about you. Okay, it so was, it, 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 no, no, this is, this is a fascinating conversation because you know, go ahead. Go ahead no, well, well, the reason I, w- I wanted to interrupt and forgive me for, for doing so, but let's put ourselves back in where we are right now in the NFL calendar. You have been through this process countless number of times. NFL scouts, front office execs, more to the point, coaches all around the league are right now and have been for a while. There is an overlap of of focus. You are in the playoffs. You are preparing for games. Meanwhile, you've got guys on your staff who are preparing for the combine and the draft. You are always working. There's never a day off, no days off. Famously, a New England saying, it may inspire an eye roll from Jets fans and Dolphins fans, but they would be better off adopting that mantra instead of rejecting it. But my question to you is this. How do you identify the difference between a guy who can measure up to this rather high, exalted and vaulted standard that you had, and a guy who maybe says the right things, but maybe cometh the moment, cometh the man, didn't have what it takes? How do you identify? Is it a gut thing? Do you see in their eyes? Or does the body of work on tape tell the story? It's a combination of things. I mean, there's, you know, you want the measurables. They tell part of the story, but you want... It's some of it is gut. Some of it is just knowing people and having people skills and paying attention. It's listening with your ears and your eyes. It's watching body language. It's watching, you know, people watch the tape and they'll watch from snap to whistle. I like to see what happens after the whistle. How does a player react? How do they throw their teammate under the bus or not throw their under the, their teammate under the bus? When they make a big play, do their teammates like like him do they come and celebrate with him do you know when 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 a teammate makes a play does that player run to his teammates and actually enjoy the process with his teammate there's so many things that you have to watch and that's you know yes talent is important you can't win without talent but this game is also about chemistry it's about togetherness it's about 11 people trying to do the right thing on every single play and do it together so you can make progress on offense or defense. And, you know, it's, it's, and yes, you can do psychological tests. Yes, you can, but there's, there's certain things that you have to figure out about people. This game is about people. This world is about people. Team building is let's talk about the let's not talk about the Patriots. Let's talk about the Kansas City Chiefs yes. right now. They have great players there. They also have the right chemistry. You don't think that Travis Kelsey's value, not just as a player, but as a person yes. and a glue guy, Clearly. that was a big thing. As a glue guy, are you kidding me? Chris Jones. There are certain people. All this other stuff matters. And Andy Reid has always been really, really good with making sure that he had the right players for his personality and what what you know the type of guys that he can get the most out of. And again, the way we did it in New England was our way of doing. It doesn't mean it was the best or was it was right for us. How do you vet? Do you are you talking to uh to teammates? Are you talking to family members? Are you talking to to coaches, high school and college? Uh, how deep do you go on the dive? And because I always remember that scene from Draft Day where Kevin Costner is calling the the head coach of Wisconsin to find out about this no-brainer, number one overall pick quarterback. And he asked the question, and yes, this is fiction, so forgive me, but he asked the question, is it true that none of his teammates showed up to his birthday party? And it almost speaks to something that you are saying. How do his teammates treat him? How do they respond to him? And maybe more importantly, how does he respond to adverse moments, to failure, right? Um, That kind of thing. 
how deep did you go in that in the dive we, for each player? That was one of the most critical things about it. Some, and I'll t- I'll say this: the times that we didn't, we always did the work. Yes. And again, whether it was talking to people, we we dove deep, watching them at practice, making sure. And it wasn't just Bill, it wasn't just me, it wasn't just Ernie Adams. It was this group of scouts. We trained them as to the way we wanted to know and what we wanted to know. Yes. And we were always looking for stories and anecdotes that were truth, obviously, but things like that that told us who the that person revealed was. revealed who the person really was in their core. Yeah, and, and, and you also, you know, you have to... Um, you, you have to, sometimes you have to wait, meaning W-E-I-G-H-T, uh-huh. wait the information that you're getting. Yes. Because sometimes you'll talk to a coach at a particular university that either recruited the kid or has to go back into his old high school or maybe they're thinking about bringing in his brother in a couple of years right. that you may not get the full truth. Right. Not There's that a political will, agenda yeah, in play and you have to be able to sniff it out. Life. That's life. Right. And right. not that people want to intentionally make you of fail, but sometimes, hey... I, I'm guilty. Everybody's got their thing. Guilty as charged. When I see guys that are grinders, that are do more guys, that are extra studiers, I overvalue them as players. And it's sometimes why I fail and make mistakes because I overvalue some of the stuff over the ability. Right. And, you know, that we all have these biases or these blind spots. And that's part of what this whole scouting thing is, is to make sure that you have enough people around you. To guardrail you. Exactly, and and, and, and to see you things you're not to seeing, guard. to feel things you're not I, feeling, to find out information you didn't know. I cannot tell you how many times Bill and I were able to do that for one another in terms of final decisions right. on players, where we would talk about certain things, and um, you know, and we you know mentioned Logan Mankins before. You know, he, I'm going to digress here for for one second here. Here were Bill's rules. Be on time, pay attention, work hard. Yeah, there's all these things that they put on T-shirts and all these other things he had. But when it came down to it, be on time, pay attention, work hard. If we could bring Bill players and his coaching staff players, because that's what his coaches had to be, be on time. If we brought him players who could be on time, pay attention, work hard, they had a chance. Obviously, they had to have enough skill. The other thing that they had to have in addition to that is they had to be smart. And in being smart, you know, we didn't care what their SAT scores were yeah. or their, you know, whatever. The, because all we're not the, asking uh, you to quote no, Kipling and, here. Yeah, and, and those tests are biased. Here's the measure of intelligence: Does he know what he knows, and does he know what he doesn't know? Yeah, I think you've just revealed the blind spot for ninety plus percent of us in this world, including myself, maybe more so than anybody else I know. Knowing what you don't know. I think that there's an inner rejection of that which we don't know. We don't want to face it. We don't want to say it. We don't want to accept it. We don't want to metabolize it. We certainly don't want to call it out in public and and, and, and allow it to be judged by others. So people who don't know what they don't know, they generally can't be coached or taught. And I'll never forget, there was this moment, my first year in Cleveland with Bill, we were, we were looking for a safety. And we had a group of guys in for a workout. And there was this... One particular guy will remain unnamed that we worked out and Bill wanted to be a part of the workout. And as Bill was talking to the player and he started, he was explaining the drill as Bill saying, Hey, listen, I want you to do that. And the player, whether it was nervousness or whether it was insecurity or whatever, his, as Bill started talking, he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. And Bill would then say something. And he kept on saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. And 
at some point, Bill said, hey, would you shut the F up and listen and <laughs> right. let me coach you? Right. But to me, it was an aha moment to me. Now, this kid was clearly the most talented and best guy that was a part of that workout. But he wasn't smart enough for Bill to coach. And he wasn't open to new data. Oh, yeah, he, he, he just... Um, but it was a, it was a it was a moment where I said okay, and I remember having this long conversation with Bill about it. At a, you know after that, and and again I was a young guy, I was a slappy, so I was still trying to learn. And, a slappy is that the vernacular? That's what they call us, the, the slappies. <laughs> the slappy, the slappies, the that. entry level guys are the slappies. <laughs> it's it's shorter for something else. I won't say on air. But, yes, thank you. Um, but it was a moment where, again, be on time, pay attention, work hard. And be smart. Yeah. Know what you know and know what you don't know. Yeah. And when you don't know something, shh, listen and learn. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first like worthington and liz claiborne for her each in women's petite and plus sizes and stafford and mutual weave for him style and comfort for all even big and tall plus even more for the whole family like levi's and exertion here spring comes in all shapes sizes and colors jc penny make everybody count You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast, Andrew Levy with Scott Pioli, a man who is responsible for drafting guys like Richard Seymour, Matt Light, Dion Branch, Asante Samuel, Vince Wilfork, Gerard Mayo, Matthew Slater. In Kansas oh. City, he was responsible for Eric Berry and Justin Houston. And of course, famously, 
responsible for a guy named Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. back in 2000. Now, famously, Scott, in the sixth round, the 199th overall pick, I've always wanted to tease you about this. Uh If it was such a genius pick, wouldn't you have made it in the second or third round? I've said that a million times. You have? (laughs) I have. I mean, it's like, no, and on my desk, I keep a clear football card from that year it's a rookie card it's cut diagonally you know the photo and in one corner it shows the guy who we drafted in the round before him who remained nameless and the player that we drafted in the sixth round tom brady and 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 that's why i say you know when people try to give us credit um that to me is one of the greatest examples of right player right place right time right circumstance he developed without tommy we're, we don't win a lot of games. But okay, Tommy but me, without us. Well, I was about you to know, flip I was just that. Say, what about Tommy without why you? Why can't? And well, that's the thing is, the, people always want to make it about one thing, two yes, things. We're very reductive. Three, Forgive us. Three it's things a, can be true at the same time. Society. Yeah, we can only take a little he, bit of data at a it time. Was, it was. It worked out, man. Yeah. It worked out, and and the every time I've talked about that circumstance and that situation, the truth is, right? If we were that smart and would have known. We would have done it earlier. The, the the one thing I will give us collectively as an organization credit for was that year in a league where most teams keep only two quarterbacks on their roster or maybe sometimes three quarterbacks on, our, on their roster. I don't know the last time that a team kept four players, four quarterbacks on their roster. You had four. We had four quarterbacks. Where we was had, Brady? He was fourth. We had Bledsoe yes. was number one. John Freeze was number Freeze. two. And Michael Bishop, Michael Bishop was number three, and we K State Michael we, Bishop, yes, K State Michael Bishop. You were ahead of your time with that. Uh, well, Bobby Greer, very interesting. Bobby skill Greer set. P- picked him. Bobby Greer was was a heck of a general manager and football guy, and he he we, so he was on the roster when we and got there. Tom Brady sitting some. there fourth. Hey Andrew, there was a point in time in two thousand we had four four quarterbacks active on our fifty three man roster, and. There was a point in time where we had actually reduced the roster down because of salary cap problems that we had and just not having enough guys that we felt were ready to buy in for us. We had only 51 players on our 53-man roster, but four of them were quarterbacks. 51. You were allotted 53. Everybody talks about the 96 cut to 70-something, cut to 53. You kept 51. You know what that reminds me of? Uh That scene in Hoosiers where Gene Hackman benches the kid who's shooting before the four passes. Hmm. Keeps him on the bench when the one kid fouls out. The referee comes over. You've only got four on the court. And Hackman says, my team's out there. My team's on the court. So if they weren't ready to be Patriot players, we can go with 51, not 53. And and were there other players maybe we couldn't get to them or we, maybe we weren't smart enough to find them but very we weren't going to keep guys to and we had a cap issue yes fair enough well that's always now that's 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 part two that is a that's beyond graduate level seminar for most of us the finances listen part two we're going to get to quickly part one was about scouting talent and guys in summation they are looking for guys who are smart They are looking for guys who are on time, who pay attention, who work hard, and maybe more importantly, are open to new ideas, are capable of being coached. Guys who know what they don't know. You need talent, of course. You need skill set, of course. You need to have the tools, absolutely. Without that, you don't get in the front door, but you don't stay in the room without being a culture fit. Player acquisition versus player development. Listen to what Scott Pioli is saying. It is the trick to all of this. Part two of the seminar, Building a Winner. Now this, you could go on for hours about, but I think we're going to pick some of the things that you have already said. Building a winner. Scott Pioli, you have done it time and time again. 
Yes, you needed help. And the you here is all-encompassing for your team. Is it graft? Is it genius? Is it timing? Is it luck? Is it knowing what to do, knowing what not to do? Is it all of those things? Is it impossible to answer? How do you build a winner? Uh, it, it, it's a, a lot of those things you mentioned, and you do need some good fortune in this, right? There, There's certain things that are out of your control that have to happen and bounce your way or go your way or you know, whether it's the snowball or what, you know, you, you know, some people call it that. What what do they call that game? Some people call it what? The tuck rule. It's, it's not, it's the snowball. Sometimes Raiders fans and nor good, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, it, we have no clue. It, it, but it's a combination of those things. And, you know, but ultimately, because there's also, there's winning. You can build a winner. Sustaining success yes. is a whole different thing. And, um, Ask the Rams. No disrespect to the Rams. No but disrespect. They, they, they went all in. Uh, they, they built it a certain season. way intentionally. They built and... it a certain way. It paid off. Where were they this year? In the hinterlands of hope. And, and, and you know what? And when you sustain something, you know, you have to have people that, that are not only good players, but there has to be a degree of selflessness. And our roster was littered. Even though it changed pretty consistently um we needed people to be selfless it was teddy bruski negotiating his own contract to stay extra years for less money it's tommy doing that time Time and time time again again. yeah and a guy like here's a guy that no one ever talks about was a part of the 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 super bowl teams was anthony pleasant who played in the national football league for 14 seasons 14 NFL seasons, and I was with AP at the Browns, the Ravens, the Jets, and then the Patriots. And then when I became a general manager of the Kansas City Chiefs, he became an assistant coach for us, an assistant defensive line coach. That guy, his type of selflessness that was a championship selflessness was every single year we were drafting defensive linemen when, when we got to the Patriots. And AP was one of the captains for our Super Bowl, first Super Bowl team. And and he, um, every year after we drafted Richard Seymour, we drafted Ty Warren, we drafted Vince Wilfork, Jarvis Green. Every year we were drafting guys to take his job. And he would wink at me and say, you know, you can't see me. He'd wink at me and say, not this, not yet, Pioli, not yet, Pioli. <laughs> but here's what he would do. Every single day he went with those guys Early at practice, late at practice, meetings, weight room, and was teaching guys how to take his job. That's what championship play. Anthony Anthony Pleasant is one of the greatest champions that is unspoken of in in my time in the NFL, for sure. I so admire human beings who have the confidence to surround themselves with people who may actually be better at what they do than they are. A lot of people talk about that yeah. and say they want it. It's a very a lot of pe- thing. And, and, and they're not really capable of it. And it's because, but those are the people, it's, it's not only confidence in their own self, they also see the other side and just believe, hey, when it's my time, it's my time. Yeah. Right. There's, there's, there's a, this is deep, but it is. there's a degree of mortality and, and or, 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 or acknowledgement of mortality in that. Yes. That and you just you, hope that you've done enough that your legacy stuff is not just on the football. You know, we, we, we all think about that. Yeah. We will all think about that yes. when it's our time to go. Yes. My family, my wife, my son, they know the essence of who I am. Is it that important for me that the rest of the world knows? 
what did I do here to leave it better after I'm gone? Exactly right. And it's and I think in the end it comes down to people who understand the power of we over me. 90 seconds on the clock and then I let you go. How important were the lessons that you learned in high school? Oh. Washingtonville High School, some 60 miles north of Newark. Because in a very real way, the now famous Patriot Way begins in your estimation from your perspective with a team of exactly zero D1 players who somehow conjured up the right combination of determination and devotion and desire to run off 10 straight wins and capture a championship with an undefeated season. This is not glory days, guys. This is genesis. This is seminal experience that leads to professional NFL top-of-the-heap greatness a lot of lessons learned by oh, that team back in Washingtonville, New York. Absolutely. And, and, and actually, NFL Films just recently did a documentary on that team. We can't wait to and see it. It. It, it, it. it just came out. Um, it's it's 13 minutes long. It's a mini doc. And it's um, it's about, I'm going to get emotional here. Um, it's the team I was a part of. It's about my head coach. It's about my teammates. It's about this little tiny nowhere community 6,000 people I, I I'd find it hard to believe there were that many people there but, <laughs> I but looked um, it up it's 6,000 yeah it's um well maybe now it is but it's yeah, right. um and we were and we were dominant it was this group of 30 kids that just everyone's parent one of the parents was a city cop city farm New York city cop city fireman union worker and it was this moment in time where we came together, and then a, a couple of kids that lived at Stewart Air Force Base, because um, that was in our school district as well. And all the stuff that we were taught there and led us to a championship about selflessness, about being on time, about dependability, about doing for others. Because you'll see in this documentary, you know, there was a moment I was still a bit of a knucklehead, and my boys called me out. My head coach called me out and it changed a lot of things. Um, but what we built that Patriot thing on, Bill was on a very similar high school team, a team that was undefeated. Some of the same stuff. And really, we try to make this game so complicated sometimes. And it, it yes, it's complicated at times, but it's really pretty simple. It's really pretty simple. Again, not the best 53, the right 53. And Washington was the right 30, man. <laughs> Incredible. I so appreciate you sharing that. And thank you for digging deep there because you can tell how important that still is to you. There is something that is timeless about the power of these lessons and the power of the connection that you must still feel to those 29 other guys on that yes that high school team. I want to thank today's special guest, today's very special guest, the five-time NFL Executive of the Year, Scott Pioli. Guys, if we take anything away from this moment with Mr. Pioli, remember this. Be on time. Pay attention. And work hard. Chances are pretty good if you do all of those three things, you have put yourself in a position to succeed. Oh, and try to remember that you don't know it all. Because if you know what you don't know, you'll be open to learning about those things. I want to thank Scott Pioli for those lessons today. They are fantastic, and we will take them with us. I want to invite you, listener, to join us tomorrow. You all saw how Super Bowl 57 looked. Now you're going to hear how it sounds on the sideline, on the field, yes, in the huddle too. 
it's the magnificent sound of NFL films as applied to Super Bowl 57. We got a lot of mics around here, and they were all hot. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R.